my wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Welcome to the show. So the topic for this episode is serial killers um, who were active in the 1980s, some of the most notorious serial killers of the decade, probably leading into the decade and then on the way out of the decade, kind of overlapping, um, but were mainly active and um, struck fear in the hearts of those in the 80s um, of the area in which they terrorized, I guess is a way to say it. <laughs> yeah, um, you'd say that, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's take a delve or dive into that. Um, I'm going to kind of leave it up to the guys because I really don't know a lot about serial killers, and I don't know if I should be afraid that the guys know quite a bit about it. But, oh, you uh, depraved child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm going to leave this basically up to them. So I'm going to be learning a lot today. Mm-hmm. So uh, wherever you guys want to start, go for it. Well, the least you know, the probably that is the best. I would it, say it's so. it's yeah. disturbing shit. It really oh yeah, is. yeah. Probably um, why I don't seek that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I always have because it's it's fascinating to me. Um, you know, not that I'm a fan of serial killing, but. <laughs> But it, it is fascinating. To me, the ultimate line in life is to cross that line of taking someone's life and to make a fucking hobby out right. of it is, right. is something what else. What gets you to that point. Right. It's yeah. like, wow, that's that's something else. That's that's unique. That's on a whole different level of, of brain activity there. What? I'm always surprised right. with just the level of ambition, especially with the high number ones. Like, like I don't, you know... I'm way too lazy to, to stop you know, <laughs> right. the, the whole I mean, thing. Yeah, think about all the like God, Ted Bundy is like, God, you you really must have wanted to do all this stuff, all the trouble he went through with going out and going out <clears> and <throat> looking for hitchhikers and and then having going to, back to the bodies. Yes. Yes. Gotta be a labor of love. And and yeah. was, I guess so. which one was that? Ted Bundy. Hitchhikers. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's it was the 70s. Then. Let's hear about him. It was the 70s. Everybody was. That was the 70s. Thing. Everybody yeah. was groovy. Yeah. yeah. In the <laughs> 80s, he was pretty much going through appeal after appeal after appeal and, um, you know, stay of execution after stay of execution. And eventually he got whacked in Florida. He was, yeah, he got locked up at about, about the time disco was dying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great correlation. But you know what? It's weird. That's, that's a weird point that Rusty points out that the effort that it takes, my God. Well, yeah, because Bundy pointed it out as almost like an addiction, you know, yeah. like, like it turns into like a drug that they, a high that they keep seeking. Because there's right, something, exactly. There's something with their brains that makes it to where he, Bundy referred to um, choking somebody out and mm-hmm. having having them looking at you and and you as said, they're dying. Yeah, he said you feel like God, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I was going to say it's a God complex thing. Yeah, 
which is just nuts. I know. That is absolutely sick. I mean, it doesn't get any sicker than that. And yeah, Bundy did most of his crimes in the 70s. He was caught. And then, of course, after appeal, after appeal, he finally went to, you know, got killed in, in Florida in the, in the uh, 89. It was 89, yeah. So it was Early insane. 89, yeah, because they right. had the uh, they had the party going on outside. You know, Bundy ended up blaming a lot of his stuff on pornography. Um, James Dobson lot- interviewed him. Yeah. The night before right. he got killed. It's a great interview. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, if, if I'm not mistaken, it was like hours before he got killed. Oh, yeah. It was the night before. Yep. It was the night before. So, uh, and it was weird because he blamed a lot of it on pornography and magazines like Detective. And I don't know if you guys remember those magazines at all, but I remember seeing them at the grocery store or at the convenience store. And they were Detective mags. And what they would have on the cover were, were basically... Um, uh, depictions of, say, a woman in bondage, tied up. Um, Craig, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, really disturbing shit. And I remember being a kid and seeing those those magazine covers and thinking, this can't be good for anybody. <laughs> right. You know, and if you've already got a mind sort of, your mindset's already kind of, you know, going astray a little bit you see a cover like that and man it's, it it yeah i could take you to the next level i suppose he kind of thought it it maybe might have helped yeah accelerate yeah. his process a little bit i guess right kind of feed the obsession and to make exactly. it want to transition into something more tactile exactly yes yeah um so based on my notes um I can't start with Bundy, obviously, because that's more of a 70s thing. And God knows the appeals lasted forever. And he ended up getting killed, what did you say, 89? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I remember him being in the news a lot, though, in, in the 80s. Like, you know, oh, yeah. as he was going through appeals and when he got married. And when they Which made, was really disturbing. Yeah. And when they made uh, the movie... Uh, the Deliberate Stranger, what was that, 86, somewhere around there with Mark Harmon? Mark Harmon, yeah. Not a bad movie, actually. It's pretty good. No, it isn't. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, The Deliberate Stranger, it's called. Yeah, you could probably find it online somewhere. It's worth watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, the whole thing with Bundy, I mean, good Lord, God. I mean, I know it's 70 thing and he got killed in 89, but Jesus Christ. There's um, there's a lot of like um, him, uh, Berkowitz was late seventies, New York yep. City, obviously. Right. Um, let me see. There was another one. Oh, even John Wayne Gacy, Gacy. Most of his crimes were in the seventies. Yeah. Yes, that's who I was going to mention too. Is John Wayne Gacy? Right. Who a lot of people, by the way affiliate him with automatically clowns and clowns. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But, you know, contrary to what most people might think or believe, he never killed anybody in a clown's uni. I mean, it was always... No. Right. He did that to entertain kids. He did that to yeah, entertain that's even kids. Well, that makes it even more creepy. It does make it more creepy. <laughs> I agree. No? Pogo, yeah. I think was his name. Yep, it was Poco. Pogo. And, and that ma- Pogo I agree clown. with Andy. It makes it more disturbing. Yeah. Um, the, guy, the fact that the guy was being hired on to entertain kids in a clown's uniform. Is disgusting. 
when he had like what how many people buried under the floorboards of his house right right yeah yeah i mean to the point where cops and stuff had a, a major problem going underneath there and discovering the oh. bodies because of the obvious you know bug infestation and good god knows what it oh the rig must yeah. have been unbelievable yeah but I'm going to start with Richard Ramirez. So what 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 uh, do we all remember Richard Ramirez? So he was called the Night Stalker, right? Yes, yep. he was. Okay. That's what I know. Yeah, very famous <laughs> uh very famous 80s serial killer. Big time. Um and about as horrific as it gets. I mean, you think about Michael Myers in Halloween, this is Michael Myers. This is someone who's, you know, broken into your home, waiting in your home, waiting for you to come home, and then uses either gunshots, stabbing, or blunt force object kind of thing to kill you. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any more scary. I don't yeah. think. It really doesn't. I mean, somebody in your home, a home invasion, uh, but somebody lying in wait for you. Oh, yeah. Ended up killing, he killed, what, 13, uh, 16 people is what he was convicted of. But good Lord, there had to have been more than that, probably. Um, said at all, least 14 and then probably raped and tortured a couple dozen more. Oh, easily, for sure, yeah. Um, and that all happened between 84 and 85. So, um, you know, the thing about Richard Ramirez is it's, it's disturbing because... Women considered him good looking, which is just stomach turning. Yeah, I've seen me. pictures of the guy. No, I don't think so. And, and uh, yeah, I've seen pictures of him too. And I'm like, okay, he's a he maybe a couple of nice features, but he has no teeth. And so, no, this is not a good looking guy. So stop. <laughs> I've never, I guess I've never seen him with <laughs> no his teeth. mouth open before. He yeah. really had no teeth. Not a lot, not a lot, and and what he had, they weren't good. Oh, um, I guess know. the dental plan for serial killers isn't all that great. <laughs> no yeah, insurance, it's not a good one. <laughs> no insurance, not a good plan. It's on the low end of the uh, of the plans. Yeah, um, but you know that's disturbing to me. Uh, and Ramirez ended up having groupies in trial. Lots of groupies, not just wow. a few, but yeah. lots. Yeah, so Bundy. Oh, God, Bundy had a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, women that just thought, wow, this is this is going to be my great, you know, this is a chance to meet the guy of my life right here. <laughs> Let's just go to his murder trial, and maybe he'll see me. He we'll needs make somebody eye contact to, and, right. need somebody to love him. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, right. if, he exactly. only, if he only had somebody who loved him, I can right. fix him. these things. Yeah. Fixer upper project. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, Ramirez, uh, good Lord, he killed, what, 13 to 16 people, I think, um, is what he was convicted of. But there, yeah, like Craig said, there's no telling how many he, you know, raped and, and he mutilated people, too. So uh, thank God he died in prison in 2013. Uh, so he's gone. Yeah, um, according to Wikipedia, he had 19 death sentences, but then uh, just died of cancer waiting for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I almost wish the guy had lived longer just to uh, experience prison longer. 
You know, and and it's fascinating too the scene in which he got caught in, where he what did he come out of a store? And oh, the scene is great. His, oh, it's a great story. His profile was all over the place by this time. At a, a oh a, yeah, a group of elderly Hispanic women screaming out "El Matador," right, meaning the killer. <laughs> yeah, and then he saw well, his face on the front page of a newspaper. And and ran across the freeway. He tried to carjack somebody. Then he was he was pulled out by somebody, pulled out of the car by somebody. He ran away again. He tried stealing somebody else's keys, and uh, a, like a group of citizens got him. Oh, he kicked his ass. Forced him down and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he, he got the absolute shit beat out of him. Yes. Yeah, wow. and and it was was funny about that is that uh, the original guy who saw him was working on a car at the time, and he was like working on a car, and all of a sudden he saw Richard Ramirez walking by, and that's when the whole scream started, and the whole neighbors got behind him, and they're like, "Oh my God, that's him!" And they, uh, it, it ended like up in a crazy chase. Um, it's like something out of a movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And they couldn't wait to get the guy down. They finally got him, and boom! It was uh, street justice. Wow! It was El, something out of Death Wish at that point. El Matador. Intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a satanic angle to his his deal too, right? Yeah. Oh God, very much. He so. had a pentagram on his palm or something, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yep, he did, and he showed it off in court too. He could have just been a so, fan of Motley Crew, I suppose. I guess what was his what was his MO, I guess is what they call it. Was it just like waiting in people's houses? Was there any yes. particular pretty much breaking person? into people's homes and waiting for them? Yeah, Did it matter? Like, I'm assuming he cased yeah. the joint he, before. He didn't really have a you know a demographic I, that he was looking for. Okay. Uh, he would attack elderly women, and I mean really older. I'm talking like 80-year-old women. Um wow. And you know, really, yeah, Craig. I mean, do you think he really had a, a discrepancy? Uh, um, I, I don't. I don't know that he really cared. Um, not that I can see here. Not that I've read from either. I think he was just. It was just victims. They're women. Uh, and and a couple of a couple of couples he had too. Yeah, yes, he did. Because here's one. Here's a married couple, Bill and Lillian Doy. And uh-huh. Bill died. Lillian survived. Really? Yeah. There's a couple of them. There's like one. Here's a married couple. Uh, both of them survived. But uh, the the guy later, or the woman later, died of her injuries. You know, there's some stuff right. like that. Yeah, it says some people he would decide not to kill and then, uh, but ask them to profess their love for Satan before he let them. Yes, go. correct. Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of a missionary in a way. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Spreading the word. Yeah. <laughs> spreading the bad word. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, dude. Hail Satan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever you need, man. Just, just leave. <laughs> I well, love Satan. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And like Brian said, it's like, you know, guns, knives, uh, blunt instruments, strangling. And he, apparently he stomped one person to death in their sleep. Yes. What? 
Yeah. He did what? He stomped yeah. them to death. No. Needless to say, the city oh. of LA was was scared to death. Damn. So I, I did hear that um, for a part of the time when he was doing his crimes, he was staying at um, the Chelsea Hotel. That is correct. Think, yes, he did. Uh, in, in Los Angeles, which is basically a Skid Row hotel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he would stay there occasionally and do his stuff and come back to the hotel. Yeah. Wow, where'd you, where'd you hear that? That's uh... So I, there's this um, a documentary series on I watched uh, it too. Netflix yep. that about the, well, about the Chelsea Hotel, yeah. about this young girl who yep. was off her meds. It. Yeah, yeah. Great so. special, by the way. Yeah, very, very. I can't intriguing. think of that I remember when that happened. Yeah, I can't yeah. either. But I remember when that was going on. It was like a first viral kind of uh, web kind of sleuth, you know, kind of mystery. Everybody was on the internet trying to figure out what happened to this girl and yeah, pouring over the video of what happened. Oh to her. god, but, the yeah. internet sleuths came out from anywhere oh, and everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that was a, that's a great documentary. I wish I could remember the name of it right now, but yeah, it's sad though. It's the girl, very sad. Very sad. The girl was, she was always having that. some. She obviously uh-huh. was having some mental health issues and that sort yeah. of thing. It's like the the girl in the tank or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not like a military, <laughs> like a water tank. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Not a. Not a war vessel. She went crazy and commandeered a tank. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. All right. Not funny. Not funny. Here's here's a guy that I learned about just a handful of years ago on a television special who just died this past July. Okay. Rodney Alcala. Oh, my. From the dating game? game? The dating game killer. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, yeah, yeah, Rodney Rodney just died in right July. There. Yeah, you could find the episode of the dating game that he was on in like 1978 or something like that. Yes, yeah. Exactly. It's creepy. He's a creepy fuck. Not yeah. like they are all aren't, but handsome, yeah, he really handsome is. devil though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's some weird shit, man. Yeah, he took. He was like a photographer and stuff, and he would like. Um, He's like luring in models, potential yeah. models, kind of thing. Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's like, weird. Have you seen the footage of him on the the uh, the game show, the, uh, the dating game? I have. Yes. It's weird. It's yeah. really weird. It's like, are you a night or a day person? He's like, oh, I'm a night person. You know. <laughs> I know. He's like, ah, the night time yeah. is the right time. <laughs> She, it's bizarre shit. He won too. Yeah, she picked yeah, him. Yeah, yes, he did. She picked him, but then I think she didn't go through with the date because when she talked to him after the show, she thought he was creepy. <laughs> I think wow. you're right. Oh my god, that's right. I'm yes. pretty sure that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> she wasn't getting the good normal sweet cues from people and she felt a little <laughs> creeped out so yeah yes he was bachelor number one on an episode <laughs> of uh the dating game from and September the dating of game. 78 yeah. 
Right. He was introduced as a successful photographer who got his start when his father found him in the dark room at age 13. Fully developed. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he said, and the, the woman asked him, uh, what kind of, what kind of meal he would be? You know how those, they always did those stupid questions about. Oh, right. Yeah. Sure. He said, they call me the banana. Cause I look real good, so peel me. Oh dear what? God! <laughs> I don't remember that part. Oh yeah. my! Love metaphors a little, I guess. So uh, I my my next person I got on here is Eileen Warnos. What do what do we remember about Eileen? Charlize. Other than she was smoking hot. Charlize Theron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. The movie. Exactly. <laughs> You know, I, it's funny, I mean, when, it when that movie came out, I thought, Charlie Theron is going to be playing Eileen Warnos? Are you kidding? I know. They I couldn't know. find a more unattractive actress to, to, to make that portrayal? <laughs> but they made her real ugly. Oh, boy, did they, they ever. They did it. They did a good she job. Did, she did an amazing job. She was great. Mm-hmm. It It's like you see, um, like, the interview with Eileen, like, uh, it was like, oh, what was it? A day before she was going to get killed or something like that. And her eyes, yeah. man. Oh, I know. It's like, she's just, she's just like gone. <laughs> oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Now she killed um, Johns, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was a, she had a pretty fucked up life, Eileen did. Yeah. And she, uh, yeah, she had a, I was going to say, horrible upbringing. Horrible childhood. Um, not that that makes it any of it okay. Um, but yeah, that was her deal, basically. But I, Eileen Warnos, yeah, from 89 to 90 was her, her main killings. Yep. You guys uh, remember her at all? I well, just want to learn from the movie. Yeah, Monster I, was my yeah. introduction. Yeah. yeah. Prior to that, I had no idea about the woman. See, I just, I remember her vividly, like, Flipping off the courtroom, uh, flipping off the lawyers. She liked the middle finger quite a bit. <laughs> she was a big fan Maybe of the middle finger. Yeah. But she's been so through much. a lot. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Street prostitute in Florida. Uh, <clears throat> her client, a lot of her clients had either raped her or attempted to rape her. Right. Uh, oh, that's part of her defense she was claiming. Yes. Yep, it was. Gary Ridgway is my next. I get Gary Ridgway on here. Gary Ridgway. Was that the was that the Green River? That's the Green River Killer, correct. The one that Ted Bundy was gonna help catch. Yeah, he was. So helpful, Ted. Was was that the idea where they got Silence of the Lambs from? Pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. Because Bundy, yeah, like, very much so. Bundy was like behind bars, and he was like trying to profile the, right. the Green River Killer. Ridgeway's still yeah, alive, exactly. by the way. Let's go get Ted's help. Ted will be a good help. <laughs> <laughs> well, they made a movie about that too, where Carrie Elways played Ted Bundy. Oh my God, that's right. They yeah, did. Really? Yeah, there's been several. God, there's been so many movies about Bundy. There's just a really. Really funny part where where uh, Bob uh, Keppel, the head detective that helped bring in Bundy, you know, 
he's in yeah. there talking to Ted about this Greenway killer guy. And, and uh, even before he leaves, like Bundy's laying on his, on his cot there in his cell. And he's like, Hey Bob, he's like, just be careful out there. Okay. He's like, there's a lot of weirdos out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like dead serious too. Like he's not joking or anything. He's like, just be careful out there, Bob. Okay. He's being serious. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, he's not fucking around. He's being serious. He's giving him a little warning. <laughs> now, Ridgeway killed from 82 to 98. That's a long stretch of time, man. Yes. Yes, it I mean, was. It really is. Good God. I mean, as far as just, you know, killing, that's a long stretch of time. He claims to have killed 49 plus. He was convicted of killing, I don't know how many, but he claims to have convicted well over the, the 50 mark. Yeah, it says that he's convicted of killing 49, but confessed to 71. 71. Good Lord. Apparently, he wasn't terribly bright either. No, he was not a bright guy. He wasn't like Bundy. He wasn't, you know, super intelligent and articulate and that sort of thing. No. He, uh, I get his IQ early on was like low 80s, I think. God, was it that low? I had no idea. Really? Wow. And that's like, low. He had some weird. Yeah, it is. He that's had some like, weird shit going on with his mom, too. Like, he, yeah, he did. He was a for bedwetter sure. for a long time. And then, like, his mom would, like, scrub his junk off after episodes like that. And, what age? Well, up until he was in early teens. Oh, that's not good. And he <laughs> had like all kinds of uh, feelings of anger and sexual attraction towards his mother and fantasized oh, about geez. murdering her. Oh, man. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty oh, messed up. Yeah. God. There's some confusion. I, I mean, I. I yeah, I don't even know what someone does with that sort of confusion in life. My God. Well, apparently Ridgeway knew what to do, but yeah. It's like Wow. It's like it's like being a mother. You just instinctively know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I, it's like my God. I mean, if he was that dumb, how did he prevent himself from getting killed or killed? How did he prevent himself caught. from getting caught for so long? For so long, right, right. Which he did. I mean, good Lord. Ridgeway was uh, eluded authorities for, God, I mean, over a decade. I don't know. Maybe it's the stupidity that kept him in the shadows. Maybe he figured what? nobody that dumb <sighs> Maybe do that kind of Maybe. thing. Maybe, yeah. Simple-minded. How could a simple-minded fellow like that be so evil and... He didn't get caught until after 9-11 happened. Right. Really? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, it took a long time. And if I'm not mistaken, Craig, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he have a lot of those bodies uh, buried, like, right on his land? Ooh. I think he did. That I don't know about. Yeah, see, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he did. I think he had a lot of those bodies buried on his land, which I think was a, a pretty... Uh, significant amount of land. But I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the case. Well, and it says that uh, early on he didn't bury them, but later started so he could resist the urge to return for necrophilia. 
Oh well, sure, that makes sense. That was one. Ah. That was one of the things that uh, that Bundy brought up to the cops yeah. was that yeah was that you know there's a good chance that he's good that this guy's going to come back to have sex with the corpses of the victims right and if they find a fresh grave they should just stake it out yeah sure so he would dig them back up. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, it's, it's a, a whole new kind of brain. Like, I, can't, I can't even. I couldn't even finish that thought. It was so disturbing. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he digs them up and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's like a whole new kind of brain. It's like it's like a brain that I don't have, and yeah, and you guys don't have, but some people do, and that's just wild to me. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I've never gotten it. I've never been able to even remotely comprehend that. No. The temptation to to go back and you know what? Eh, let me have a little sex. In right. the words of Ted Bundy, there's a lot of weirdos out there. You know? Yep. That's why <laughs> that, that's why Ted Warren Keppel. Hey, just be careful out there, man. Exactly. All right. Another guy um I've got on my list here is uh is Dahmer. And Dahmer got caught in ninety, I think ninety one, I believe. But yes, he did it a was. lot of stuff in the eighties, man. It it was ninety one because <clears throat> yeah. uh, that was I found out about him because I was uh, delivering the Janesville Gazette at the time. Really, and he was yeah he was the he was page one that that afternoon. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure he was. So yeah. Like, yeah, like <laughs> horror in Milwaukee, you know, something like that in big letters. Yeah, with his mugshot, and then I remember just like. Like reading the details about it, you know, they went, they went into X amount of detail, like the body parts being found in the, in the, in the apartment and everything. And it was like, whoa. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I vividly still remember reading the, uh, the People magazine article about that and almost throwing up. Really? Yeah. It was like stuff I'd never read before. It was like, this is not real heads in his fridge and you know uh, cops having to wear hazmat suits to go into the apartment i mean it was just acid vats with yeah where, where yeah. he would he would put some of the remains in there yes and the things he was doing is experimental things he was doing to their their heads and their bodies was just it was just wild it was just so completely out of the norm of of anything i'd ever heard in my life uh, so he he ate them though, right? Wasn't he the one that like ate his victims? Hey, he here and there, some, sure. He he tasted them. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a sampling platter. He dabbled right. platter, sure. A little poo poo platter. He dabbled. Yeah, it was like <laughs> what the hell was it? A heart? I think he ate part of a human heart or something. He did. And then he, yes. he, oh. he he ate some of the muscle off of one of their arms. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, have you ever seen, you guys ever seen the interview of him when he talks about it? I think it's to Diane Sawyer um, about the crimes and about the compulsions and about what he did and why he did it and all that stuff. It's, it is, it's so, his delivery is so matter of fact. It's so, yeah, this is what I did. Like he's kind of detached from it. He's kind of detached from it still. Like, well, completely I, detached. He's like, yeah. well, when I think about it, it kind of 
I kind of wanted to keep this person. I just wanted to keep a part of them there. He wanted to keep a part of them. Yeah. And he was like trying to make some sort of uh, completely uh, immobile servant to him or a, a friend that couldn't, a lover that couldn't leave him, you know? Oh, God. Like that movie, Boxing Helena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There oh, my go. God. That was where he would like drill. He tried drilling a hole in in, yes, in their did. skull and dumped acid into the hole in their head. Uh, right. God. Yeah, lots of stuff to do. Lots of creative shit to do. Yeah. An wow. innovator. And it well, and he so. was he was working. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like at a was it a chocolate factory or some yeah. weird shit? Yeah. Okay. And and he would take parts of the body, parts of the whatever, to his work and keep them in his locker. What? Where most people would keep their lunches and shit. Oh, wow. Huh. It's just all so surreal when you think about it. You look back on it and you're like, God, that couldn't have happened. That didn't really happen. No one really did that. And then to see him talk about it with, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Diane Sawyer, was just wild. I'm like, oh my God, he's actually having a conversation about this shit. Stone Phillips. Stone Phillips, is that who it was? Yeah. Um, okay. Let me see here. Was it like, the? it was the early 90s, I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was definitely early 90s. Yeah. Confessions of a Serial Killer. Yes, the whole thing is on YouTube. Okay, okay. Because I've seen most of it. I just couldn't remember who the actual, well, because I kind of got lost in the fact of what he was doing and had done. But yeah. And his dad is there for part of it too, you know, the, the interview. Yeah, dad's not the most stable person ever either. So, I, you know, I know they say that he grew up in a, in a really normal environment, but, you know, I don't know because, you know, dad used to have dreams of, of uh, of, of fire and burning people and this and that. Yeah, he did. I, That's right. Yeah, so, so I don't know. I don't know where it stands with the, with the parents. I'm not really sure. I'm not mm. really sure about mom. And uh, he had for a long time, he was like sort of like a, it's weird because he was kind of like a class clown-ish. Yes. Sort of like like he just had kind of a really bizarre sense of humor. Like he would like bark like a dog in class and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, who doesn't do that? And, yeah. <laughs> and and he drank a lot too. Oh yeah. Oh my god. He drank like crazy. Yeah. yeah. He drank it. He would bring booze in a in a he would have it in class with him. Sure. When he was in high school, sometimes teachers he, love that. By the way, yeah. <laughs> if somebody asked what him what what it what it was, he would like smile at him and oh, that's my medicine. Yeah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> but he said in that interview that he could not stop these thoughts that were popping into his head. Yeah, he just couldn't. He just couldn't stop having these weird like sexually violent thoughts all the time. Right. No, he couldn't keep them at bay. Right. You know, and that's, you mentioned that just now. That's, that's one of the biggest problems. I think that, that serial killers, a lot of them have mentioned is that once they mix sex and violence in any way, shape or form, 
therein becomes the biggest problem. It's a tor- It turns into a tornado. Yeah, exactly. It's like right. the, the cold front and the warm front coming together, you know? Yep, exactly. And they have no idea how to deal with that. It says that three of the families sued his father, uh, citing parental negligence. <laughs> oh, I can see wow. that. I can see that. <laughs> wow. Fuck. So, <laughs> I think that that shit could come back and bite you in the ass. <laughs> that one is just like, oh, okay, I guess I should have just figured my my son was going hey, out and murdering and dismembering men and eating some of them. Eh, you know. So they're thinking, ah, oh, I should have spanked. Should have spanked him. <laughs> That's what you get for not spanking your kid. <laughs> Terrible. You know, I'm going to get to the, to, to the very worst right now. To me, the very worst. Uh, and then you guys can sort of go off of that and you know, yeah. let me know what until you have now, Until right. now, they haven't been that bad. Oh, but no. Until now, now, they've been fine. Choir boys, sure. Ultra boys, absolutely. Um, Leonard Lake and Charles Aim. What do you guys know about them? Not much. Not much oh, of any. Oh, dear God. Who are they? Oh, my. Uh, Leonard Lake and Charles Ng were in California. They would abduct women, uh, not necessarily uh, prostitutes, as you you see so often in the serial killer game, but just any women, any woman, period, because they hated women. They were misogynists and they hated women. Um, They ended up having a total of around 25 victims or so in the mid-80s. They were a team, obviously, uh, Leonard Lake was more or less the aggressor. Uh, Charles Ng was more or less a sort of subservient to to Leonard Lake. But wow, uh, uh, torture, murder—a um, lot of it's caught on videotape. It is awful, um, and I, I've watched several documentaries on it. And there are some, there is some video footage out there. And there's a woman being; she's all tied up. She's next to her tied up to a chair and she's like, why are you doing this? And Charles Ng replies, because we hate you. And uh, she's like, where's my baby? And Charles Ng replies, oh, he's sleeping like a rock. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's, it's the most disturbing shit I've ever seen in my life ever. The the Miranda murders it's called. Okay. Okay. Really bad. I mean, awful. Um, yeah, they made Leonard Lake of all this ended stuff. up taking cyanide in, in uh, before he was like imprisoned. So uh, Charles Ng, meanwhile, went to prison, and the trial, I think, at least at the time, was the most expensive in California history. I don't know if that's been you know trumped or not. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, but at the time, it was the most expensive trial in California history. Wow. Uh, but just the most disturbing crimes I've ever, I mean, to me personally, I've ever heard of in my life. Mainly because I've seen some of the video footage and it's just, it's so hard to watch. So hard to watch. Yeah. 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 They, they did all Imagine. this in some remote cabin. Yeah. 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 Just awful. Awful, awful shit. There's some bad people out there. Yikes. Lots. Wow. You know, it's weird when, <laughs> when when you look up serial killers and you look up killers, you go to 
which I do occasionally just out of fascination, Murderpedia. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so many. It's unreal. I mean, it's, it's all alphabetized. I mean, it's A through Z, and it's just, it's crazy how many there are, how many cases I know. there are, how many people there are. Like the, these two dudes yeah. you're talking about right now, I never heard of yeah. them before. Really? Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah, look them up and get disturbed for the day. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah. little pregame. <laughs> ruin, ruin your day. Pregame yeah, activity ruin your day. before Do the it. Super Bowl, yeah. Because, yeah, it's just stuff like that. It's just, it's just too much. They were both hmm. ex-Marines, apparently. Wow. Lake was right. Oh, I knew Leonard Lake was. I didn't know Charles Ng was. Wow. Apparently, this dude's grandmother encouraged him to take nude photos of his sisters. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, he became obsessed with pornography. Well, that'll mess you up. And then he extorted his sisters to perform sexual acts. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll mess you up. I don't know if it needs to mess wow. you up to that point, but it'll mess you up. Well, so I don't, I don't the grandmother to blame. Guys. So what? It was the grandmother to blame It's for this one in particular, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. There's also Robert Hansen. I was going to mention Robert Hansen, too. Uh, Robert Hansen um, was a killer in Alaska. Uh, he killed, gosh, 20-plus women, I think. Um, it was a big deal hunting him down because, uh, you know, in Alaska, it's not necessarily easy to track someone down. But no. if you guys have not seen the movie, um, um, gosh, the Frozen something, what it, you can look it up for me. I don't have my phone with me or internet with me right this second. But the Frozen um, Ground. Frozen Ground. That's a good movie with John Cusack. Oh. Um, really good. Outstanding movie. Uh, and very realistic and very, it keeps to the facts of, of the actual case. Uh, but yeah, they eventually were able to catch him and, you know, he's incarcerated now, if not, if not dead, but yeah. But yeah, The Frozen Ground, good movie. That's, I guess he didn't, I guess Alaska doesn't have the death penalty. Is that true? Yeah, 461 years in prison. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think they had the death penalty there. Robert Hansen. Yeah. John Cusack. Yeah, good movie. Robert. Really good movie. Excellent movie. I've never heard of him. You know, I don't think I had I actually hadn't heard of the guy either until I saw the movie and then I looked him up and Googled him and stuff and I was like, okay, wow, yeah, this this guy's disturbing. And the funny mm -hmm. thing is you look at pictures of him from way back in the day and he just there's nothing unusual about him. He just he had like the slicked hair and the those, those glasses, those thick rim black glasses, you know? It, yeah. Yeah. And just looks like a regular guy. Same thing with, you know, you think about that regular guy thing and God, could Bundy have looked more regular? A lot of the time he did. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then sometimes there are some pictures of him where you catch him the wrong way and his eyes look his eyes. Oh, the eyes give him away. Completely sure. crazy. Yeah. 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 Totally. 
Oh, we've all got pictures like that, though. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, that doesn't mean we've all killed people. I take exactly. shitty pictures in general. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it is wild. There's just so many of these. I know. Oh God, I know. It is. It's crazy how many of them were actually out there at different times. You know, another funny, not funny one. Jesus Christ, these aren't funny, Brian. Um, but another one from the 80s is, um, and this is mainly all in 89, 90. This guy did his killings. Um, so a late, a late 80s guy, but Joel Rifkin uh, killed 9 to 17 people. He claimed, you know, whatever, but they say it could be 20 plus. Uh, the thing about it is, is that there's a Seinfeld episode where Elaine is dating a guy named Joel Rifkin. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. I just seen that one recently. Yep. And so, so Joel Rifkin's a real dude? Rifkin's a real dude, Joel Rifkin. Yeah. I thought they just made that name up for the episode. You know, I did too until I looked it up like about, I don't know, five, six years ago. And I was like, oh, that's a real Joe Rifkin. Okay. <laughs> wow. And so in the episode, Elaine's trying to get Joel, her boyfriend at the time, to change his name. So they're going to like just, uh, you know, A through Z possibility of names to change his name to. And they can't come up with anything. They argue about it. They go to a New York Giants game, and I, I can't remember what exactly happens, whether it's, I think Kramer can't find his seat or something. So they, they on the intercom, say, hey, you know, we're looking for a Joel Rifkin. And as soon as they say that, everyone in the stands stops what they're doing and looks at him. And it's uh, Lawrence Taylor from the New York Giants is one of the people that stops playing on the field. And looks oh, up that's at Joel right. Rifkin. That's right. Yeah. They look at Lawrence Taylor. They show Lawrence Taylor looking up on the field. Right. That's right. Totally stops what he's doing on the field and looks up. <laughs> Would Joel Rifkin report to the, 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 <laughs> right. yes, the security desk yeah. or some shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, Joel, in this picture they're showing of him with deputies on either side of him, he looks kind of deranged. Oh, God, yeah. He looks, he looks like a deranged, weird Al Yankovic, kind of. <laughs> he very much does, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That just blows my mind that Joel Rifkin's a real dude. I know. I know. It's crazy. Because <laughs> when you said that name, I thought, well, I know that name, but... You're like, that's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Joel Rifkin. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine's trying so hard, just vehemently trying everything she can to get that guy to change his name. <laughs> um, Great episode. There was um, also active in the 80s, a pretty famous one was the BTK guy. The BTK Dennis killer, Rader. Dennis Rader, yeah. He kind of, in his mugshot, he kind of looks like Michael Ironside. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis Rader was, he went dormant for a while there. Um, but do we know how dormant he went? We don't know. So No, that's just it. That's just it. So he was likely killing in the 80s throughout. Um, I think he eventually got pissed at the fact that they weren't on to him and they weren't catching him. So that's when he started really taunting the police. He would, yeah. like, in between, he'd have a 
cooling off periods, it says here, between murders. And he would take pictures of himself wearing women's clothes and a female mask while bound. As we all do. He he was pretending to be a victim of his own crimes. Right. Ah. Right. BTK, by the way, who's who we're all talking about. Yeah. Bind, torture, and kill. Bind, torture, kill. Yeah. He had had been uh, elected president of the church council at uh, Christ Lutheran in Wichita. He was also, if I'm not mistaken, that's where he got busted from. He was also a Cub Scout leader. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that church is where he ended up sending his last taunting message to the cops. Uh, and they were able to trace it back to that church, and then they were able, to, you know, from there go, oh my God, this is the guy. So he has a wide variety of interests, apparently. Yeah. Right. I'm just picturing him being like, look, all uh, that BTK stuff is just a little part of who I am, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just I'm also part. I'm it's very a, active. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm multifaceted. Right. <laughs> Can't people be multifaceted? I'm very, right. I'm very yeah. active in the community. I help. I like kids. You know. Yeah. God. BTK. Jesus Christ, man. That's uh, that's some of the most disturbing stuff ever. And eventually, he got caught and admitted to everything, very yeah. calmly in court, mind you. Um, huh. Yeah. I mean, just in court, talked about it like they were nothing. I mean, went over crime by crime by crime like it was absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, where he's kind of detached from the whole thing. Totally detached and had a wife and kids. Wow, I didn't know that. Had a family. The Stone Phillips interview with Jeffrey Dahmer is just so weird, too, because like at the beginning when Phillips gets there to the prison... Uh, he's before they set up everything and the the interview officially started. He's like Dahmer's just having this conversation with him, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good thing you didn't try coming up here last weekend. It was really coming down." He's like, "You know, <laughs> I'm talking about the he's weather." Like, he's talking about the weather. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "Yeah, you you'd have probably had some trouble getting here last weekend," you know. <laughs> <laughs> concerned for his well-being well you know Stay off the roads the thing that bothers me about the Dahmer thing the most is that it could have been stopped way early on but the oh, Milwaukee yeah Cubs really dropped the fucking ball uh in that case yeah because 30 because, years ago they were the butt of jokes man oh they were the butt of jokes big time because Dahmer had essentially one of his guys his, uh, you know, people he had, had abducted escaped and had been running through the streets and Dahmer caught up to him. The guy was completely out of his fucking mind, obviously, because God knows only what had been done to him at that point. Right. He was um, all drugged up. Oh, he's totally yeah. drugged out of his mind. And the cops ended up saying, eh, okay, it's a lover's quarrel. They're a gay couple whatever, let's let him go. You guys get back to the house. Not recognizing the fact that the guy was like, I don't know what, Craig, maybe 14 years old. I think so. Yeah. I think that was the 14 year old. Yeah. And couldn't speak and couldn't walk and couldn't do anything. But Dahmer somehow convinced him that the cops that, Hey, this is a lover's quarrel. We're having a little problem here. 
you know, I'm going to take him back. It's no big deal. And like, so they let him go. Like, you know, oh, we, we, we got back from the club a little while ago. He had a little too much to drink. And, right. so, exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Too and, much E. And sadly, that guy ended up dying. And that's awful. Yeah. Because that could have been stopped. Yeah, because it was jokes about, I remember a guy like 30 years ago on that Sunday night comic show where he was talking about how stupid everybody is in Friday the 13th movies about how Jason is oh, six, yeah. six and a half feet tall walking around in bloody clothes and a, a, a carrying a machete with a hockey mask on. He's like, and right. the police can't find him. He's like, what was this movie take place in Milwaukee or what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a definitely not a good moment for the Milwaukee Police Department. No. I'm going to, okay, the last one I have, and, and, and this is kind of a big one, uh, Henry Lee Lucas. Do we remember that name? Yeah. Okay. I don't. Henry Lee Lucas confessed, confessed to 600 plus, which is just nuts. Murders? 600 plus murders is like Will Chamberlain saying he slept with 20,000 people. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's 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 like that kind of comparison. It's like what? no, no, you didn't. Like, come yeah, on. It's like it says three confirmed, eight disputed, 600 claimed. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Margin exactly. of error of about 576. But. Uh, Henry Lee Lucas was, um, they became good friends himself and uh, Otis Toole um, in, in prison. As you know, you make great friends in prison. How would you not? Um, Otis Toole eventually confessed to, to killing um, the Walsh kid, uh, John Walsh's kid. Oh, Adam? Oh, wow. Adam Walsh, yeah. And said that he had his, you know, severed head in his back seat and all this stuff. And God, it was just awful. And and they they still think to this day that there's a big possibility that that might be the case. But Google Otis Tool, because this is the ugliest motherfucker I've yeah. ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, Henry Lee's not exactly the cat's meow either. But... No. <laughs> what is this dude's not. name again? Otis. Otis Tool, just not a good looking dude. Wow, yeah, he got a... some problems. Oh man, yeah, but he eventually confessed to actually killing Adam Walsh. Yeah, there's a picture of him and him and Henry Lee. Oh, they... there's a picture of the two of them posing together. <laughs> Otis and Henry Lee, <laughs> just going out, going out to uh, scope out the ladies. <laughs> God. Oh, such a disturbing topic. My God. Yeah, it is. Well, and it's sad that it's like, you know, I don't know how long we've spent on this topic, but good Lord, we could carry this on to a five, six part, seven part series. I mean, there's that many. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's insane how many there are. It's really nuts. Yeah, the only one I was going to mention is John Jubert because it was only three victims but it was children in Omaha and when I was growing up in Omaha Ugh. that was like a big deal everyone was afraid wow what's the name John Jubert oh John he looks Jubert. like he's a kid himself it looks like yeah it does actually Gee, where was this at Preston? yeah in the Omaha area okay yeah Nebraska three boys in Maine so that was the that was the talk of uh talk of first grade I'm sure it wow. was yeah 
For yeah, sure. this mugshot, he's 21. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Wow. Nuts. Dark Boy topic for sure. A serial killer. I don't know what badge that is in Boy Scouting. <laughs> I'm not really sure either. <laughs> I have to look that one up. Well, there's a separate badge for buying to torture and kill. Right. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. a specialty. It's like being a doctor with an ear, nose, and throat specialty. <laughs> well, I guess that is all we have to say about that and serial killers. I think we've said plenty and enough to maybe give you nightmares for, I don't know. Maybe Weeks and tonight. months. At least. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, and scary stuff. So I did learn a lot. I hope you did too. I do thank you for joining us on this episode of Those 80s Kids Remember. Remember to check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, you can also check us out on Patreon. We're just for a small monthly kind of membership fee. You can unlock extra content in the form of a podcast with Brian and Craig called Afterthoughts with Craig and Brian, I think. Uh, so check that out. Uh, you can download those 80s kids remember from just about uh, any podcast provider that you have, your favorite podcast provider, Apple um, or iTunes, I'm sorry, Spotify, uh, uh, the rest. Uh, and then also those80skids.com. Of course, you can stream online there uh, anytime, whenever you'd like. But I do thank you for joining this episode. Uh, our next topic for those 80s Kids Remember podcast is going to be music movies. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yes, like rock movies and stuff like that from the 80s. That should be a good one. So make Ooh. sure you come back and check us out next time. For those 80s Kids Remember, I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. I'm Rusty. Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Brian Lundberg, Craig Dillon, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Atokada. Third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com, 2021, all rights reserved.